Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. And the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. Woo! Woo! Lakers, let's do it. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a Frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his last. How dare you? Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We've got all your action covered from a fantastic, again, this has been a great week already, a fantastic Tuesday night around the NBA. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined by Eden Liu. Hi, Eden. What's up, boys? And we got Rob Clo- Rob Lopez uh, learning how to use his Mac. You're welcome, Rob. Coming up on today's show, Zion takes a trip to L.A. Tatum is torching everybody. And Steph Curry is back again. But first, we had what I believe is going to be an Eastern Conference Finals preview in Toronto. The Bucks defeat the Raptors 108-97. to Eden, this was a heck of a game. Started out a little bit slow. Uh, both teams a little bit tight. Felt like an important game. You could tell both teams wanted to win. First six minutes or so, uh, the shooting was awful. Yeah, but it, it really picked bad. up quite a bit. Uh, wow. This game. So first half, Toronto gets a nice lead. The Bucks come back. They bring it to within two at halftime. The story of that first half, and, and this has sort of been the Achilles heel for the Bucks this season, and this is the only way to beat them. The Bucks weren't hitting threes, and Toronto was. Yeah. So in the first half, the Bucks were only shooting thirty percent from three compared to forty percent from the Raptors. But they started when they started getting it going in the second half is when they started closing the lead on Toronto. Um, Marvin Williams is turning out to be a good signing because he only had three threes, but they all came at very timely moments. That one big one with one minute and 30 seconds left in the first half that started that 9-1 run to close out the first half was huge for them. And that's when their three-point percentage started going up. And do we know what we ended at was 33 and 35%. Respectively. And, and, and that's just like the Bucks expect the math to work out every single time. But what I liked that the Bucks did tonight, and I think the key to their victory, when you look back at last year's conference finals, where they had the two-game lead and then you know they lose four straight, the difference is they now have offensive diversity. It's not just give the ball to Giannis and have him run into this brick wall of people, which you know Toronto, as we all probably anticipated, ran a lot of two-three and three-two zone out there. Even without Marcus All, you know, they just had a Baca in the middle. They were waiting for Giannis and they were going to make those guys, the other guys beat beat him. But they didn't do that tonight. They were given the ball to Eric Bledsoe. They were given the ball to Chris Middleton. They had other guys who could do stuff. I mean there were times where Giannis was spaced out to the corner. Yeah. Brooke Lopez also had a great game. Added 15 points, three rebounds, two steals, five blocks. Yeah, again, Brooke Lopez, that's my pick right now for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. And I think Giannis, Giannis is 1B, right? It's 1A, 1B. You've got two guys on one team that, that can make a case for Defensive Player of the Year. Two steals, five blocks, uh, and 
uh, Giannis had three blocks. That's quite a bit from from your backline defenders. Uh, Chris Middleton had 22 points, eight rebounds. Giannis, 19 points, 19 rebounds, eight assists. Eric Bledsoe, 17.7 rebounds. Brooke Lopez with the 15 that you said. You know, that's a team effort, and, and that's not what they had in the playoffs last year. But for the Raptors, let's remember, they're shorthanded. Pat McCaw is still out, and and that's a three-time NBA champion right there. Norman Powell still still out with that finger issue. Marcus Saul still out with the hamstring issue. They're playing it safe, so they were shorthanded. I mean, Norm Powell and Marcus Saul, when they're playing out there without the rest of the starters, that's that's a two-man lineup that's pretty deadly for opponents. Yeah, I think when Marcus Gasol and Norm Powell come back, that's going to make a huge difference. Like tonight, they really missed Marcus Gasol and Norm Powell on defense. The defense was pretty solid, actually, but Marcus Gasol just kind of controls the defense much better than anyone else on the Raptors team, I think. With that being said, the, I thought the Toronto bench tonight was pretty good. And, and this is what they're going to need in the playoffs. You know, they're going to need guys to step up because, you know, you never know when injuries might happen. Uh, I thought Chris Boucher, 10.7 rebounds, a block. I mean, he was just doing a lot tonight. Yeah. And I think the bench unit was actually really good on defense. You could tell that the energy that they brought was super tenacious on defense. I think it's a shame that the Raptors actually wasted such a good bench showing from Boucher. Like he had a huge block on Giannis and he was doubling and helping on like every defensive play for a while, especially in the first half. And looking at the plus minus, it kind of reflected that all of the Toronto starters were in negative and all of the bench players were actually in the positive. Yeah, it was a difference in the game. Terrence Davis, undrafted. 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal. Uh, they, they've got a bunch of bench guys that are not scared of anyone, which is sort of the MO of this entire team. I mean, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, you know, hitting big shots. gets It gets a four-point play. They get a steal in the next possession, and he shoots a 30-foot three. You know, like that kind of stuff, that could have been a back-breaking play if he had hit that, you know, from a momentum standpoint. So, you know, it's a team full of dogs. They got a great coach for, for my money, the best coach in the league, and I'm excited to see this in the playoffs. Yeah, and don't forget Matt Thomas. Before we move on, I want to take a moment to tell you more about the great things that we're doing over at The Athletic. The Athletic's home to 400 of the best sports writers in the world, covering every major team in every major league in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Let me tell you guys about my guy, Jason Quick. I I host From the Rose Garden, a Portland Trailblazers podcast with him. For me, there's nobody better in the business. He wrote a Brandon Roy story that came out a few weeks ago. We did a follow-up pod. I've never felt more inside what happened with Brandon Roy in his career and in the years since than I did in that moment with Jason. He is the best, and you can only find him at The Athletic. The other thing I love about The Athletic is that I can customize my homepage, and it's like I'm building my own newspaper. I get the stories I care about from the writers I love every single day. Simply put, we have the best sports writers and sports newsroom on the planet. But you don't have to take my word for it. See for yourself by signing up for a free trial. Head to theathletic.com slash dings to save 40% on an annual subscription. That works out to about $3 a month for total access to some of the best sports coverage in the world. What are you waiting for? That's theathletic.com slash dings to save 40%. In LA, we had a huge matchup for the late game. The Lakers defeat the Pelicans 118 to 109. Uh, I mean, listen, the Lakers are now 18 and 0 when LeBron scores 30 or more points. He had 40 points in this game, eight rebounds, six assists, a block. 
Seven turnovers, but we don't care about those because they get the win. AD had 21 points, 14 rebounds, and six blocks. Eden, when when these two guys are, are doing what they did tonight, the Lakers look unbeatable. The Lakers are just so good, especially inside the paint. At one point in the first quarter, they just kept getting their own offensive rebounds, and the Pelicans couldn't get in there at all. When they play like this, it's just unmatchable, especially for a young team like the Pelicans when they're still finding their footing with Zion just joining the team. It was funny watching Drew Holiday try to guard LeBron because LeBron just totally bodied him and got Drew three fouls in the first half. Yeah, the the Lakers are huge. And this is where they're a matchup nightmare for teams that are not. And the Pelicans, listen, we all know Zion. He's 285 pounds. He's 6'6", you know, but the... Their center, Derek Favors, is not that big. Like, they're not that big on the aggregate. Brandon Ingram, kind of slight. You know, you don't have a lot of guys that can handle these big big bodies. You know, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, LeBron, even Anthony Davis to a certain degree. Although, I think tonight, Zion really got the, the better of him physically on both ends. But when the Lakers, they're playing connected like they were tonight. They're just so big. Got a big contribution for Alex Caruso. Not only, you know, he scored eight points and had eight assists, but... Had a really great block on Alonzo, who was going up for a dunk. Yeah, and all of Alex Caruso's points came in the fourth quarter also. I don't know if you noticed that. He had that huge deal, that huge block. He's a difference maker for the Lakers, whether we like it or not. Yeah, Clutch Caruso is what I'm calling him now. Uh, For the Pelicans, listen, Zion is going to do what Zion's going to do. 29 points tonight, six rebounds, physically overwhelming at times. You know, LeBron remarked about how fast he plays after the game. I mean, you know, in a league that's now going to that, you know, space and pace and playing fast and getting out and running. He's not only that, but he's also got a perfect team. Lonzo, 10 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, had a really, really nice alley-oop to to Zion that was nearly full court. I mean, just – you know, those kind of things with Zion, I, I think we should just expect this now. What is unexpected tonight was that Brandon Ingram finally had a good game playing next to Zion. So they're clearly start, starting to figure that out. It's definitely starting to click for Brandon Ingram. You could tell the first few games with Zion in, he kind of didn't know where his role was on offense anymore, but he's finding his groove. And like you said, the chemistry between Lonzo and Zion is awesome. Drew Holiday left a little bit more to be desired on the offensive end today. He had a really poor shooting night. That seems to always happen whenever he has a big defensive assignment. And he was guarding LeBron tonight. So I don't entirely blame him. But I would like to see more offensive consistency from Holiday as well. And this is where their lack of size really troubles him a little bit because Drew Holiday pretty good post defender but having to guard LeBron in the post just it seemed to wear him down by the end of the night uh toward the third middle of the third quarter I even saw LeBron beat him off the dribble once which you would never expect with Drew Holiday especially guarding a bigger guy like LeBron so the one thing I would say you know this is a potential first round matchup the Pelicans are only three and a half games outside of the playoffs they're a half game outside of the the ninth ninth place spot in the west we could very well get this as the first round matchup especially with memphis starting to slide and dealing with injuries and we're going to add to that list here in the news break but the 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 big thing that they're missing and the thing that i'd like to see them go out and get this summer is a big wing that can guard some of these guys like lebron and you know the the Kawhi's and the big wings that you're going to have to face out West if you actually want to compete. Size matters. In news, big news, Eden. My guy, Steph Curry is coming back 
He'll be back in the lineup on Sunday against the Wizards per our own Sham Sharania. Uh, Steve Kerr says that the hope is Sunday. They've had that date in mind. March 1st has been marked on the calendars for a very long time. Uh, Kerr continued to say he'll continue to work this week and they're going to make the determination Saturday. So we'll know for sure on Saturday if he's coming back on Sunday, but all signs point to the most exciting player in my lifetime being back on Sunday. How pumped are you, Eden? Super pumped. Curry coming back to the NBA is only good for the brand, and it's going to probably boost viewership because everyone loves Steph Curry, and he's all the kids' favorite player. That's right. It's going to be a, a nice stretch of basketball here where we've got Steph Curry, we've got Zion, and then literally we're like six weeks out from the playoffs. I am fired up for the rest of the season, and, and the Warriors might actually be watchable for the first time all year. Uh, other news, speaking of uh, the playoffs, the NBA announced today that game one of the NBA finals will start. It will. The NBA finals will start on June 4th. My little sister's getting married on June 6th uh, because, you know, people are inconsiderate. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers star Ben Simmons has been diagnosed with a nerve impingement in his lower back. He's expected to be sidelined for a, a few weeks. They're going to reevaluate him in a couple of weeks. This is uh, per ESPN. And more bad news for the Grizzlies who just. Uh, are going to struggle to hang on to this playoff spot. They announced that Brandon Clark has a right quad injury. He had to leave the game last night. Uh, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. He was Jaron Jackson's replacement in the starting lineup. They're also missing Grayson Allen and Justice Winslow, who hasn't played for them since being uh, included in the Andre Iguodala trade with Miami. Eden, I don't think they're going to be able to hang on to the eighth seed. That's yeah, definitely. That's not looking good for them for the eighth seed, especially because the Pelicans have a pretty easy strength of schedule and the Grizzlies have a pretty hard one. So I'm looking at the eighth seed for my Pelicans here. And more exciting news. Dion Waiters, uh, per Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, but he said this on the TNT broadcast. Dion Waiters will meet with the Los Angeles Lakers on March 2nd, potentially to sign a contract. And man, I am I am ready I am excited for Waiters to find a home. That's right. Waiters Island, moving to L.A. In the rest of the games around the league, the Pacers just stomped the Hornets in Indiana, 119-80. to uh, Victor Oladipo out in this game. Edmund Sumner still out. Jeremy Lamb, of course, out for the rest of the season and part of next year. Uh, did not matter. The, the Pacers have struggled lately, and now they're only two games back from Philadelphia. Um, they have dropped... Six of six of seven and seven of nine. Like this has just not been a good stretch for them. And uh, they look good tonight. And maybe the Hornets just look bad. Um, Demonis Sabonis had 21 points, 15 rebounds, nine assists. TJ Warren with 19 points. Malcolm Brogdon had 15. Miles Bridges had 17 for the Hornets. And our guy, Cody Zeller, who joined us on Basketball Buds today, go check that one out, uh, had nine points, four rebounds, two assists and a steal and gave a lot of money to a good cause. Seems like a really great guy. And uh, again, he was fantastic on Basketball Buds. So make sure you go and listen to that. In Chicago, the Thunder steal a win from the Bulls, 124 to 122. Uh, the Thunder are now only a half game behind the Utah Jazz for the fifth seed. And somehow, Eden, despite trading their two best players away, they're only two and a half games out from the three seed Clippers. How scared should teams be of the Thunder come playoff time? 
I think they should be very scared, especially considering how well Chris Paul is playing this year. And he was clutch again in this one. Uh, Chris Paul had 19 points, three rebounds, nine assists, hit clutch free throws to seal the game. Uh, You know, he's just been pretty spectacular down the stretch in games. And, and and not only that, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been like the second best clutch player in the league. It's, it's pretty wild to have the two uh, playing so well together down the stretch. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 21 points, 11 rebounds, three assists. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, 21 points, five assists, had some great defense in this one, Eden. Yeah, he actually had this huge defensive play in the fourth quarter that led to the Chris Paul free throws eventually. That sealed the game. And for the Bulls, Zach Levine had 41 points. Kobe White, third straight game where he set his career high. Pretty amazing. 35 points for him. Six of nine from three, seven rebounds. Uh, and and funny little side story. Chris Paul, Kobe White played for his AAU team. Always cool when rookies get to do stuff like that, uh, meet their heroes in action. Of course, Chris Paul handed him the loss. In Denver, the Nuggets defeat the Pistons 115-98. to uh, Nuggets are five games back. They're in the two seed. I, I, I don't think they should expect to catch the Lakers. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 29 points, five rebounds. Jamal Murray had 16, five rebounds, eight assists. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 16 points, five rebounds, four assists, four steals. And Michael Porter Jr. had 13 and eight off the bench. Christian Wood with 20 and nine for the Pistons. Derrick Rose, 20 points. Brandon Knight had 14 points. In Portland, the Celtics defeat the Blazers 118 to 106. Damian Lillard still out which, you know, the, the Trailblazers are pretty sad right now. Uh, Kemba Walker and Robert Williams still out for the Celtics. Um, Celtics now the third seed on the back of Jason Tatum. He's been their best player all year, had another fantastic game, second straight game, 35 or more points, had 36 points, five rebounds, just hitting big shots, just huge shots. My Duke guy, Jason Tatum, I never doubted that he would become the star player for the Celtics. Yeah, I had my doubts, I got to admit. Uh, Jalen Brown, also looking pretty good this year. 24 points, 7 rebounds, a couple of assists and a steal. Brad Wanamaker had 13 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, CJ McCollum, tr- trying his best to carry the load. 28 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists. Hassan Whiteside at 18 points, 19 rebounds and a block. And in Golden State, the two worst teams in the West, the Kings defeat the Warriors 112 to 95. The Warriors are just, I mean, they're sad. Andrew Wiggins has actually lost 19 games in a row between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. Fun fact. The Warriors (laughs) have now lost seven in a row, and this is their longest home losing streak in 19 years. So since the 2000-2001 season. Uh Draymond Green missed this game again, uh, still dealing with that hip. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 21 points, nine rebounds. De'Aaron Fox had 21 points. Buddy Heald had 19 points off the bench. Marquise Chris leading the way for the Warriors, 21 points, 10 rebounds. And uh, Andrew Wiggins, 16 points, zero rebounds, one assist, zero steals, and zero blocks. Pretty hard to do when you play the minutes that Wiggins plays. This is why we need Steph Curry back to make the Warriors watchable again. And now, Eden, it's time for the line of the night. All right, LeBron James was just insane in this game. 40 points, 5 of 11 from 3, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and a block. Zach Levine, 41 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Kobe White, another career high, 35 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Jason Tatum, 36 points, 5 rebounds, continuing his nice run. Or Brandon Ingram, 34 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Who you got, Eden? I hate to give it to LeBron, but I kind of have to. 
It's LeBron. I, I love to give it to LeBron. I mean, like, listen, I, I, this guy's in his 17th season. He's 35 years old. Uh, I know what 35 year old knees feel like. It is insane that he's still playing at this level. He's just been amazing yeah. this season. He's actually, it's actually amazing to watch too. Yeah, he's incredible. He's got the whole game figured out and can still do LeBron things. He had, he dunked on, I don't even know who it was that he dunked on. Was it Josh Hart? But he just had this huge dunk on Josh Hart tonight. And it's like, this guy's going to be doing this until he's 40. It's pretty insane. I'm here for it. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. We have all your favorite shows like Back to Back, No Dunks, Tampering, House of Strauss, plus over a dozen team-specific shows available from all of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow the shows you want to listen to on the app so you get notification every time a new show drops. If you're not a member of The Athletic, quit waiting. You can get all of our podcasts ad-free plus some fantastic writing across all major sports for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscriptions today at theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos are going to stop, so go soon and sign up. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Eden? Ding, ding. Ding, ding.